Bonjour, mes amis. It's your girl, Candace, back yet again with a brand new episode of the Man and Candace podcast. I almost said Brandic Candace podcast, because lately I've been focused on branding and marketing. Um, so, good night, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you're listening. Tonight, we're going to talk about, or today, or whatever, we're going to talk about Young Thug and what's going on with his federal indictment, Rico case, and newly federally indicted. New federal indictments yesterday, August 10th. My birthday. Let me tell you about my birthday yesterday before I get into this whole shebang about the federal government, Young Thug, and the question if rap lyrics should be used against you in a court of law. Should your artistic expression be used against you in a court of law? Now, my birthday. I celebrated my birthday with my family on Sunday, August 7th, and I celebrated my birthday on the day, August 10th, with Elda at Cobra last night. You guys, my day started, I woke up at 4.20 a.m., and I smoked a joint, and I got super blown, and then, like, got ready, you know, looked modest for work, yada, yada, work was work, work was great, work had free lunch, like, no complaints, and then, like, I got home and like I was just very I feel very lucky to be where I am in life with my career with my podcast with my art with my notoriety with just me being my authentic self like me dating like I feel very blessed And side note, we're listening to some jazz music, some rainy jazz music, because I lost my password to my Gmail and I can't get into my YouTube, so I can't play music in the background, so there might be ads. I apologize for the get on my finger, is on the mute button as we speak. I just want to warn you. I'm like the like the ghetto is coming. Well, it's live, so I don't think so. Anyway, sorry, got a little sidetracked there. So, I come from a superstitious family, and my mom told me that if you ever see a coyote cross your path, stop what you're doing and make a prayer for protection. And wisdom. So I, on my way to go get a dress from Ross. So shout out to Liz for sending me a gift on Cash App. Shout out to you for my birthday. I had a blast that I got the dress with. Thank you so much. So shout out to Liz for sponsoring the night, the looks of the night. Um, I got a dress from Ross, and it was a cute dress. It was, it was like a body, a romper. There you go. And then um, on my way there, I saw a coyote literally run across the road. And I pulled over, and I put my hat or the lights on, and I prayed to God. I was like, look, it's my birthday. I'm still going out. Now that I see this warning sign, and I have a DUI, like, now that I see this warning sign, like, I'm going to be extra careful. I'm not going to take drugs. Like, drugs weren't on the plan, but, like, the first thought in my head when I woke up on my birthday yesterday was don't take drugs. So, I was just like, okay, so no Molly, no nothing. Because, like, Molly has a way of finding me and, like, 
me not finding it, but like I could never find a press pill, like an ecstasy pill. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you know, you know. I'm not gonna take the time to explain the history of ecstasy and Molly because they're two separate things. Don't argue with me. If you argue with me, then you're someone who takes MDA, and I'm MDMAQ. So. Eh. I prayed for protection and wisdom, and I went on, and everything was great. I got home safely, no cops, no nothing. I didn't get blackout drunk. I remember everything. It was a great birthday. I drank three shots and two margaritas. I'm from Arizona State University. Don't worry. I can have my liquor. And I ate Jack in the Box. But, like, I drank water before I left. And I danced on the floor after drinking water. I peed. You know, you sober up. And thank you, Elda, for, like, making every single night memorable. I will always appreciate you for that. So fucking Edgar Sarmiento shows up to Cobra. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Was this the coyote warning? Because, like, he shows up, and then, like, he shows up with Caesar, and I fuck Caesar. And, like, Caesar is, like, a dick rider to Edgar. It's, like, an alpha beta male thing. Women understand. So it's just, like, you have this guy that I fucked who's younger than me and Edgar. Edgar is a former classmate of mine at Sierra High School who stole my phone in junior year. He stole my phone. This fucker sat in front of me. He stole my phone when I went to the restroom. I left my phone in my backpack. Or I left it on the desk covered by my backpack. I didn't give a fuck. I had insurance. But it's the principle of the matter. It's the principle of the matter. And, like, think about me is, like, my phone has been stolen time and time again every year. Because these poor, jealous motherfuckers that I lived around couldn't let me have anything. They weren't going to take my phone so they could have it. They are going to take my phone so they could sell it. And use money for drugs. And like this case, Edgar used the money allegedly to buy a basketball uniform for Sierra Linda. Because he was poor. Poor ass. Ah! <sighs> Not I don't mean to be classist, but I hate when people steal from me. Okay? Just because I have money doesn't mean you get the, you have the right to steal from me. That's not what it means. Fucking piece of shit. And the funny thing is now he's a successful businessman. He owns his own clothing store. <coughs> For six years. He told me last night he celebrated six years. And I congratulate him because I respect the hell out of that. That's hard work. Hard work. Hard work. And... Like, I just, he's going through a divorce, and I'm just like, man, here you are, you have it all, you got all this gold, gold, he had gold, he was like Trinidad Julio or something, like, I don't fucking understand, Trinidad Jaime, and like, fucking like, he had gold, gold on every single finger, like 10 gold chains, and I'm just like, okay, we get it, you are, you made money, we get it, we get it. 
So I was like, it was my birthday, and Eldo was like, you gonna buy shots or what? And so what you're drinking? So we drink tequila. He gave me his shot, so he gave me two shots. He's like, I don't drink. And then, um, so I took two shots that he bought, which was cool. And, um, it's probably like Jose Cuervo or something. But, like, I literally was like, you owe me. You owe me. You owe me. You guys, visit the links in the description below. I'm trying something new. Instead of Patreon, I'm just going to give you the direct link to my cash app. If you want to donate to the podcast and donate to my lifestyle and show your support for me and what I do, I get up every day and I have to go to work, but I still come home and I deliver. I do my research. It's a lot of work. I use my degree. I lose my smarts. I lose my smarts. I use my smarts. I lose my smarts too. And this weed and this fucking elf bar is not going to pay for itself so if you appreciate what i do and you love me and you want to show your appreciation drop a dollar drop ten dollars drop fifty dollars drop whatever you can drop send me a message say i love you i hate you at least you're still sending it so it's dollar sign mdmaq on cash app thank you you'll be supporting not only the podcast, but, like, me. You'll be directly supporting me. That shit goes directly on my card that says MDMAQ, and it glows in the dark. And I will use it for good. Thank you in advance. I love you. So let's get into it. Get it! Get <clears throat> Should rap lyrics be used against you in the court of law? I'm going to explore this question on both sides, yes and no. I want to preface this episode by saying I'm a huge fan of Young Thug. And I am devastated of him being indicted on new federal charges on August 10th yesterday, in addition to his RICO charges. I'll explain what the RICO is a little bit, in a little bit. I feel for his children. My condolences go out to him and his children, his family, and the family of his mo- the mother of his children. Because she was recently gunned down in the bowling alley about a couple months ago. And they're investigating her murder. I think they made an arrest. They ha- you know, um, it's very sad. And not shortly after that, young thug was indicted and arrested. So it's like these his children, his children are missing their parents. They're orphans right now. Jeffrey Lamar Williams, known professionally as Young Thug, is an American rapper, singer, and songwriter. He is considered to be an influential figure of his generation with his music impacting the modern sound of hip-hop and trap music. He's a Leo, just like me. He was born August 16th, 1991, which makes him 30. So happy early birthday, Young Thug. I hope you're listening somewhere. It's not smart to give hints about your crime on a public platform. 
Like, for example, when I was heavy in my drug use, I would post pictures of my drugs. Just asking to get caught. You know what I mean? Just asking to get investigated. And it's like, for argument's sake, let's say there are some truth, hints of truth in songs like Hercules and songs like I don't know, any of the songs, whether when it comes to drugs or gang-related activities or um, murder. It's just, um, you know, when it comes to gangs, a lot of people, especially rappers, they like to portray themselves as gang members, whether they are or not. And if they are portraying themselves that way, they want to portray themselves that way as the hardest gang member of whatever gang or whatever street or block or set or area or city. It's, it's a, it's, it's an alpha mentality. It's a toxic mass. It's toxic masculinity. It's what it is. It's not smart to like, like if someone murdered someone, it's not smart to be like, Oh, my favorite movie scream. And my favorite song is Living Dead Girl. <laughs> you know, it's not smart for them to tweet that. So it's not smart for, for, for you to, if you're going to commit a crime, it's not smart for you to talk about your crime to anyone, especially on the internet or to an audience. I mean, I'll just, I'll just state that for the record. I had a lot of smoke for Brittany Griner. So I'm gonna hold Young Thug accountable. Is that it's not smart for you to for you to if you are guilty of the things, even partially guilty of the things you are being indicted for federally, it's not smart, honey, to rap about it. Young Thug, I say this to you personally. I think you are a talented musician, and I could care less what you were rapping about. It was about. I'm a fan because of your deliverance. And I speak for myself, but I'm a fan because of your deliverance. And your execution. It's not necessarily what you say, because 90% of the time, I don't know what you're saying. You're a genius. Okay? You're a genius, Jeffrey, and you deserve to shine. And my, I'm praying for you. Atlanta's praying for you. We're all praying for you, Jeffrey. You know, it's, it's going to be a, it's a fight for your life. And I don't know how it's going to go. I'm going to be honest with you. It doesn't look too good. But we're out here. We're fighting. We're raising our voice. We're questioning things. We're putting pressure. And people are creating laws. There's a law called the Rap Act and you, your case is inspiring the draft of that. And it's making its way. So all all the prayer be to you, Jeffrey. And Gunna. And YSL. I know lyrics are considered an artistic form of expression. I also realize rappers do not always live the life that they rap about. Some do, but that varies different degrees. Anyways, I also do know the federal side of things. I'll remind you just for merit purposes that my mother is a federal officer and that I have a degree in criminology. Go Sun Devils! 
I know that the United States federal government will allow you to commit crimes in order for them to build the strongest case against you. I know this is sketch, but they have a 98% conviction rate. My point is that they have to be positive that if they're going to accuse you of something that you didn't. Just because they're watching you doesn't mean that it makes it okay for you to do something. They, There are laws in place for them to legally surveillance someone. But to get permission to do that, it comes into question of what's probable cause. I'll explain that in a second. Because I know I'm speaking legal jargon. So, my point is that they have to be positive that whatever tipped them off in the first place is indeed a crime against the United States. Let me break down the United States federal government for a second. They will absolutely 100% fuck you in the ass. They will shove a wooden broom in and out of your dry asshole. They don't care. Guys, picture your stepmom or your stepdad and imagine they had 100% surveillance of your phone and your room and they used it against you. They are Satan in institutional form. Make no mistake about it. When federal law and po- When you hear me say U.S. federal government, think big crime. Big crime equals big time, in many cases, death. This branch of U.S. government is directly responsible for creating and executing federal law and policies. Not only is there a criminal justice sector, there is a public service sector. When I say public service sector, I think welfare programs, federal acts, such as the National Security Act and civil rights laws. Civil rights laws. Civil, 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 civil rights laws. In this episode, we're going to focus on the criminal justice sector of the federal government. Just to clarify, the criminal justice system as a whole is not inherently a part of the federal government. The criminal justice system extends to state and local governments as well. And I'll explain the differences between what a federal law is and what a state law is. You need to understand that if you've been federally indicted in the United States, if you have federal charges, you are fucked. You're fucked. You're in trouble. You're in deep shit. You're in hot water. You better pray get out of the case alive and on probation or supervision. So what is a federal crime per se and what makes it different than a non-federal crime? Let me break it down. A federal crime is a violation against a mandate set by the United States federal government for all U.S. citizens and non-U.S. citizens to abide by that are within the United States. So, if you were born here, federal law applies to you. If you're visiting here, federal law applies to you. A federal law applies to every U.S. non-U.S. citizen, whereas a state local law only applies to citizens and non-U.S. citizens within each local county. 
So if I commit a murder, depending on the circumstances of that murder, I'll either be charged by the local county jurisdiction in the state of the county. For instance, I live in Arizona, so I'd be charged by Maricopa County because that's my local county or wherever the crime was committed. Now, if depending on the circumstances, let's say I, I murdered someone um, with an illegal firearm that was trafficked from Mexico, it's now a federal crime. Because of the illegal firearms and because of the crossing national borders with something illegal. <laughs> There's certain degrees and certain mitigating factors in a crime that will constitute it as federal or not. Federal crimes carry heavier sentences than state crimes. Whew. Putting my degree hat on. And not only am I putting my degree hat on. You guys, I was raised by a federal officer. So this way of thinking of the world that any, like, you can get in trouble for anything. Don't be stupid. Like, that's how I think. That's how I was raised. <sighs> when I first heard that Th Young Thug was indicted on the Rico cage, I was very upset. Not because he's my favorite rapper, but because I knew they had something on him. Just knowing that the federal government has a 98% conviction rate. They have a recording. They have a picture. They have video. They have text messages. They have a lot of shit. This is not he said, she said. This is you did it. You did it. Confess. Now give us leverage for what we really want. Because he, young thug might have connections to bigger guys. You know, who's giving, like, he's indicted on drug trafficking charges. What kind of evidence did they have? Besides, okay. So, before I get into this, I'll save that all for the end because I'm so opinionated. I have all my thoughts organized in my notes. You guys know I love my notes. But when I heard he was indicted on the request, I was so upset because I was like, there's no way he's getting out of this. <sighs> Six nine wasn't about that life, and it. I wish they had this lyric argument before they went to Young Thug. I wish they had it after the Six Nine case, but just like, mm, mm. Rico stands for the Racketeer Influence and Corrupt Organizations Act. It is a federal act passed on October nineteen, October fifteenth, nineteen seventy. It allows prosecution and civil penalties for racketeering activity performed as part of an ongoing criminal enterprise or a gang. Or a mob. A criminal organization that makes money. The purpose of the act is to seek and strengthen the legal tools and evidence gathering by establishing new penal prohibitions and providing enhanced sanctions and new remedies for dealing with the unlawful activities of those engaged in organized crime. Here's the issue. Number one, lyrics were not included in the RICO Act as evidence for probable cause to go find evidence for other potential federal 
infractions, which could lead to federal indictment, as in this case of Young Thug. I go on, and I write, This act was passed during the start of the war on drugs. Coincidence? Followed by the crack epidemic in the 80s, which destroyed black communities. We'll talk about the war on drugs in another episode, I promise. Fast forward to today, rap lyrics are used to indict Americans on RICO charges. This all brings us back to the beginning of the podcast, you guys. Should artistic ex- expression sh- be used against the artist in the court of law? Should Young Thug face U.S. federal prosecution based on his lyrics? And let's say yes. For argument's sake, let's say yes, he should. Why? Because the fact that they found evidence for other federal crimes, such as drug trafficking and weapons charges... We could then say, or the court can then say, yes, we can use these lyrics. Yes, using these lyrics as probable cause in a federal indictment is justified because we did find end up finding it. Well, gee. And with the problem with that thinking is like, well, if he's black, he must be guilty of a crime. So let's use probable, like, you're using... Or let's say, let's take another form of artistic expression, makeup. Let's say, let's take a gothic person who has crazy makeup. The court can say, oh, well, that artistic expression should be used as probable cause that this person may have some federal infractions going on in their home that we can find. And they're using that as, they're using artistic expression. See, that's the issue. It's like, if I draw, if I happen to be a murderer and I draw murder scenes, is that enough evidence to search my house as an American? Is it? Or should it be? Is it justified that if they did use that, my art, as evidence to go search my home and find bodies? Is them finding bodies, does that justify them coming in my home or does that justify the fucking art being probable cause it's not a good example but i'm just saying if young thug simply says an artistic way like like use a pussy nigga or somebody gonna die today somebody gonna die today somebody gonna die today like i'm fresh as a peppermint i green in my peppermint gang on the option gang shit on the option like if he said if he says that shit does that make it okay for a federal judge to be like, yeah, police, yes, FBI, yes, SWAT, go ahead and go in his home and find whatever you can to use against him in a court of law because we got probable cause. It's artistic expression. And now I'm going to say no. No, the lyrics shouldn't be used against him. Here's my issue. Due process. Every American has a right to due process. Okay, we have a right to be treated fairly in criminal proceedings. We're innocent until we're proven guilty. They have his, they have their mind made up that he's guilty. That's why they use this evidence, this lyrics, this quote unquote evidence, lyrics as evidence to go in his house and find real reasons why he's guilty, or real reasons why he may be guilty. It's like prosecuting someone backwards. It's not fair. Lyrics are up to interpretation. 
They're not to be meant to be taken literal. So if if the law is taking them literal, literally, then ah, it's just a mess, you guys. It's just a mess. It's just a mess. And I'm be, I'm I'm gonna admit I'm being biased because I love him. But you guys, if he's indicted, I mean, if he's found guilty in federal court. Then that means they're coming after NBA Youngboy. They're coming after the baby, And you know, they may not be about that gang gang life. But they probably got a gun. Even though they have a marijuana charge. And they're not supposed to have a gun. So the fucking feds are going to use that. You know these rappers got drugs. Okay? You know they got drugs. But let them get caught on drugs. I wouldn't have an argument I wouldn't be sitting here saying free, free young thug if they set this nigga up. If this nigga said to another nigga that was a cop, I want this nigga killed and I'm going to give you this on YSL. Then I'd have nothing to say. There wouldn't be a podcast. But since you're using artistic expression as evidence for a fe- and if the fact that a federal judge signed off on this and said, yes, this is sufficient evidence, I would have been like, this, how do I know this is real? This is artistic expression. Do better. The cops need to do better. If you want charges to stick and make sense, then you need sufficient evidence that will convict someone beyond a reasonable doubt. If the, if this goes to a grand jury, which it should, which it will, which you already did because the grand jury is If he goes to trial, the jury should find him not guilty on the grounds that the probable cause for a search warrant wasn't sufficient evidence, wasn't probable cause. Then that means everything that they found in the warrants in his social media, at his home, in his phone, can't be used against him and they have no case. And he's free. And then there's double jeopardy. The feds know that if they get public, if there is public outcry for Young Thug and for due process and for future and other rappers should be given a fuck right now, but they're not because they know they're scared. They're scared right now. <sighs> Young thug and artists have right to due process in all criminal proceedings. I'm not a lawyer, but I wanted to be, and I could have been if I just didn't take Adderall, I'm telling you. That's not the point. It's just me being feral. I can't help it. Due process is your legal right to be treated fairly. My point of view with Young Thug doesn't apply to Brittany Griner because she's in a Russian jurisdiction. I can't help that. I don't think it's fair that Young Thug's lawyers are being used against him as sufficient evidence to have a federal judge sign up on various uh, search warrants, which eventually led to his array of federal charges. Using lyrics as probable cause and or evidence that leads to federal indictments arguably takes away Young Thug's Fifth Amendment right. This is your right to remain silent. (laughs) If words are now being used against him in the context of being probable cause or federal search warrants, then his Miranda rights are violated as well. 
anything said after an arrest can will be used against you in a court of law. If the words being used against him were created and recited and by him before any arrest, why are they being used? Why are they being used against him? The feds wanted a reason to go digging, and they justified rap lyrics as probable cause. If they wanted to indict him and wanted a conviction, they should have set him up. Like I said, here's another issue. If a law is passed that artistic forms of expression cannot be used against you in the court of law, or then it opens the argument that CP and revenge porn are forms of artistic expression. Sorry, my mind goes there, but that's the lawyer, wannabe lawyer in me playing devil's advocate. If you're out there committing crimes, stop. You have shit to lose like your whole life. And I say that with love. And free young thug. Mwah. Candace Banks, MD make you 2024. Good night, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you're listening. I bid you adieu. Adema. I think I said the right. No, I won't see you tomorrow. I'll see you in a couple days. But thank you, my friends. Shout out to India. Uh, I got different spots in India lighting up, so shout out to India. Thank you for listening to the Man Candace podcast. I appreciate every single one of you. Bye!